Welcome to Smart Finance 360, the podcast where money matters meet innovative thinking. Every week, we dive deep into the world of finance, exploring trends, debunking myths, and bringing you the latest insights from industry experts. Whether you're a seasoned investor, a financial newbie, or somewhere in between, this is your go-to source for becoming financially savvy. Welcome to another episode of Smart Finance 360, where we talk about your finances, your mortgage, everything under the sun to make sure you can get out and win. Today, we have Mr. Jared Brereton. Happy to be here. Jared Brereton is, how many reverse mortgages are you doing right now? We've got eight. Actually, after today, when we have this next bar, we're signing their council. We'll have nine in the pipeline right now. So Jared, he specializes in reverse mortgages. Now, reverse mortgage is a little bit different than a front forward mortgage. And I'm just going to go right in and ask him that question of what is the difference between a reverse mortgage and a front, you know, forward, forward regular mortgage. mortgage? Yeah. Forward mortgage, it's in the name, right? It's it's forward, meaning you're going to be paying your principal and interest every month. So you have a monthly payment that you're paying. On a reverse, it's just the opposite. You don't have a monthly payment in principal for interest. The equity is paying that for you. So those are the biggest two differences between a forward or a reverse mortgage. So as far as reverse mortgages go, can anyone get them? What's kind of the situation there as far as, you know, credit qualifications, age, all that jazz? Yeah, what's the parameters? So you got to be at least 62 years to be a you know to be eligible for reverse mortgage you got to have that what they're looking for is the date of birth of the youngest borrower so there are without getting into the weeds there are some times that you can have like you know an individual i won't say if it's male or female an individual that might be beyond 62 years of age and they might have a another individual that is like in their 20s and yes they can still get a reverse mortgage the 20 year old can still go on that reverse mortgage loan with that older borrower and they'll just go off the date of birth of the younger borrower because, again, without getting into it a whole lot, but reverse mortgages are like a non-recourse loan. So with that being said, they can continue to remain in that house. So that individual that's 20 years old can remain in that house and not have any principal or interest payments on there for as long as that individual lives in that home. It's really cool. So two things on that piece that you just said. What's a non-recourse loan? Like what is that just for layman's term? The government, the bank, the lender does not own your house. Gotcha. So it means non-recourse. You get this loan, you qualify for this loan, so long as you make your prints or excuse me, your property taxes, your homeowner insurance, and keep the home in good standing condition, you cannot be evicted from your house. You will stay there. That's guaranteed. Awesome. And awesome. for for a co-borrower, you said they could be as young as twenty years old. Yeah. But what about the actual primary borrower? What's usually typically the ages that you can start getting? Sixty two is when you start. Yep, sixty two. Um, so, you know, that's fantastic for someone who's 62. What would be kind of someone be a good kind of box for someone who's 62 years old that would be actually interested that in a reverse that could help their life substantially? What's kind of a situation that would help them? Yeah. I mean, and kind of leading into that, one of the people, you know, think that it's for people with no money or they're strapped for cash and could be, and let me explain of why that could be, well, you're going to take away their principal and interest payment. So, I mean, for some people, if that's $1,500 a month, $900 a month, whatever, you're going to eliminate that for them. And if they're on fixed income, like social security, if they are strapped for cash, they're on probably social security income, maybe a pension, some annuity, whatever it is, you're going to free up that mortgage payment for them. That's huge. That's life changing in itself right there. Not to mention that they could get some in a line of credit or some cash out essentially from this reverse mortgage could be huge, life changing that way. On the other end, and I've told you this before, we've had borrowers that are very well off. They've got, you know, a couple million dollars in the bank, but their house is owned free and clear. A lot of people think they've got no reason getting a reverse mortgage, although they, there's a lot of benefits for that individual as well. For example, in this case, they tapped into a lot of that equity. They didn't actually draw any out. They did a line of credit on that. They have access to like 
four or $500,000 that they can draw from whenever they want for whatever they want. It's tax-free because it's a loan. So there's a lot of, you know, tax advantages to doing a reverse mortgage, whether you're, you know, strapped for cash or extremely financially well off. I mean, it's a lot to take in, a lot oh, to yeah. take in yeah. as I far try, as sorry. like, there's a lot with the reverse mortgages. So you're 62 years or older. Yep. You can have a lot, you can be well off, you can yep. be struggling yes. in both uses. So give yes. me kind of a really exact scenario that we could like, let's say like a $500,000 house. What would like the situation, you know, a cookie cutter situation that you could see that, oh, if you're talking to someone on the street and they're 62 years or older and they tell you some data, there's a really good chance that they could get a reverse mortgage. Well, let's pull up, I'll pull up my calculator right yeah. now. Yeah. So as we're looking at this, Give me, give me a home price, five, five hundred. Yeah, let's say uh, Davis County, Utah. They, their house so, is seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, okay, so seven fifty. So if they're seven fifty, they'll need it's it, with interest rates right now. They are higher as today that we're recording this. They are higher, right? They're near eight yeah. percent because of that. The three things that reverse mortgages are based off of is the date of birth of the youngest borrower, the interest rate, and then the existing loan amount that's on the the home, right? To show how much equity mm -hmm. they have. So if that's the case, they need to probably around with today's rates around. 70%, we can split the differences. Let's say they're a little bit older. They'll need about $487,500 in equity. So Okay, so if they have like a, a $300,000 loan amount on the $750,000 house, yeah. what's their situation kind of look like roughly? Yeah, in that case, with their if they were to have that home price of 750 or so you know, appraised value 750, yeah. then they could have, and it's owned free and clear, then in this case, they could get around $262,000 that they can have access to. Now granted, some of that's gonna to go to closing costs and other things of that nature, the mortgage insurance premium, if it's an FHA loan, which most of them are, but they're gonna have access to around $260,000 that they can move. How, how, how does the access work? Do they get a line of credit? Can they take a whole lump sum? How does that yep. kind of work on this? Yes and yes, yeah. There's so many different ways. You can do term or 10-year payments. Term meaning, if you, if you want, I'll get you, you know, $500 every month for 10 years. Okay, we can factor that in. Is this taxed? No, it's not taxed because okay. again, it's a loan. So that's one of the things that will work a lot with financial advisors, CPAs. So that's amazing. So essentially, let's say you're you're you're, you're in your late sixties, you yeah. got a ton of equity in your home. Yep. You know, you you got a mortgage balance obviously of two hundred fifty thousand. I bet you their mortgage payments probably depending on when they got their loan could be anywhere between eight fifty to two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, and they can basically take this money out, have an additional line of credit, mm -hmm. and then have no payment. Is okay. that how that works? Exactly. Yeah, it's going to pay off that loan, so there's not going to be a loan on their forward. So if you have a fixed income, I mean, let's say your Social Security is only like two grand a month, Ooh, and then your mortgage yeah, is like, yeah, you're probably closer to like you know thirteen hundred in Social Security. So if you're at thirteen hundred Social Security, you have eight hundred dollars in a mortgage. This could be life changing for for you. So a yeah. huge question I have, I think, could be a big hurdle you get. What happens after everything said done? Let's say you're 66, 67, you take out a reverse mortgage and you live for 30 years. Okay. What happens? Because now you're not, it's not like a forward mortgage. You're not making your payments every month to get the, the balance down. down. The yeah. balance is going up, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So how does that work for like kids? You know, like the heirs, the, the heirs of the house. Like mm -hmm. what would the scenario look like in that exact situation 30 years from then? Yeah, good question. That's the biggest thing is the parents don't want to leave their heirs with, you know, a debt. Let's say... Let's go in the off topic that they are underwater in the house. Let's say they owe $100,000. Let's say the loan amount is more than what the house is worth and they're underwater, okay? That's again, going back to that non-recourse feature as well as there's insurance that they paid for to ensure that HUD will come in and insure that loan regardless of that gap. So if, so that, you know, that leaves that their heirs aren't left up to pay that liability. Debt. Yeah. It's That's huge. pretty sweet. It's amazing. Let's say uh, 
the opposite happens. Let's say appraised value goes through. Let's mm -hmm. say by the time 30 years, that house is now worth 1.3 million. Mm -hmm. Where do you think their loan amount would be at that point? And then where, what, what the, the family could net out? Good question. I bet better way to look at it is let's say you said 1.3. Let's say the loan amount, let's just say yeah. $1 million. Yeah. The net difference there is 300,000, right? Just like any other loan. Sell the house for 1.3 because that's the value, yeah. right? Pay off the loan of a million dollars. And then the heirs are going to get and divvy out three hundred thousand. However, the will. Or so either way, if, if at home to praise where they're supposed to, and they've been doing that for the last sixty years anyway, yep. you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna get something as a as an heir of a family member. Yeah, and I mean, think about it this way: the lenders. That's the biggest thing that everybody's always scared about. Is holy crap! I don't want to see this house go underwater. Nor do the lenders, right? I mean, like yeah. the lenders don't want to see this go under. That's their collateral. That's their asset. They want to get paid on this. They don't want to give out more you know, in loan amount than, than they would actually get from the sale of the house. Like they want that. So what they're going to do is ensure that you've got enough equity in that house to last you for years to come, right? They don't, they, it's, it's very thought out. It's not a, yeah. So it really is kind of a win situation. I mean, I, and then I always like to say this, that if you're like, let's say they live until their nineties, okay. in their nineties and you're their son and you're in your sixties, maybe even the seventies. Right. And you're pissed off that you, got 300,000 instead of 600,000. Yeah. You're a loser. I don't care. <laughs> you're just, you are like, no don't comment, but I would just are. I don't, yeah. uh, to me, it's like do what's best, especially for the, the fixed income people that can yes. change their life. Yes. This is a good program that can change their life. What about if you are well off now, let's say you're a well off person. Let's use Heber. For example, you have a $1.3 million house at Heber. Okay. You're well off. You got two, $3 million in the bank, but you have a house that's paid off. Yeah. How can you use a reverse mortgage for your benefit as an elderly person that wants to, you know, maximize you you know you have equity here solid question so you've got let's just say that that three million dollars is sitting in a retirement account with your financial advisor you're gaining income off of that right mm -hmm. so one piece of it is you got to be careful of is you you're taxed on that income that you receive right that's taxable income with your retirement right so you got to be careful you don't want to get knocked into different tax brackets there so you want to be very conservative with how, how much you take out how much you're earning etc so that's one piece that you will work with a financial advisor on but on the reverse mortgage side you've owned your house free and clear Mm -hmm. It's worth 1.3 million. Great. There might be four, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars that you can tap into with equity. Again, it's not taxed. Yeah. So if you left that retirement alone, if it's growing at whatever pace it is, six, seven percent yeah. rate or whatever of growth in that retirement account, you want to leave that in there for as long as you can, right? Let it grow, leave it alone, don't touch it. Instead, utilize the reverse mortgage and maybe you can draw and pay for your bills using those funds inside that house. And again, that's that four, five, six hundred thousand. Maybe you go buy an investment property with it. Maybe that's a good down payment. So you Maybe can buy, cash. can you own other investment properties while you have? 100%. Absolutely. So like, let's say I own my house, yes. free and clear, but I have 10 investment properties. Yes. I can do a reverse mortgage on my primary? So long, yeah, on that primary. Yes, on your primary. It's amazing. That's your home, 100%. So I would for sure do that after my in yes. my 60s. Use it as a down payment. Use it to purchase a home, cash out right. Develop more residual income coming in. It's, uh, it can I mean, be this is a really robust, system. interesting, amazing product. And we'll wrap this up with this last question. Um, a misconception I have is the ones that you focus on a lot. There's a difference between an FHA, Federal Housing Administration, backed yeah, that's a HECM. mortgage mm -hmm. that's called a HECM. And then yeah. there's what's called jumbo and yeah. just tons the of different options. Terry. Yeah. You focus a lot on just the FHA ones I do. mostly because why? There's more protections in place. There's more protections. Um, and most people, to be honest, fit that box better than the jumbo or the proprietary products. So to be clear, like you said, there's there's two types of reverses. There's proprietary, which is anything other than a FHA HUD-backed HECM. HECM stands for Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. It's a reverse mortgage, a type of reverse mortgage. 
So there's Heckam and then there's everything else and everything else is a proprietary product. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm just kind of speechless because there's so many more questions I ask you, but we got to wrap this up. Last thing I have, you're on, you're on air, you're on spotlight. How can someone get a hold of you if they want to get a reverse mortgage? Cell phone, 801-372-4888. You can go ahead and email me, jbrereton at umortgage.com. You can get onto our, our you know, platform, umortgage, find us, get connected with a loan officer. Any loan officer here can get you connected with me. We'll make it happen. That's great. Which states, you know, how many states roughly are you licensed? 24 that I'm licensed in, correct? 24. And then the company, how many? 48. 48. So again, nationwide, if you want to get a reverse mortgage, this is the place. Jared, thank you so much. This was very informative. Of course. We'll come get you back and talk about other, you know, common misconceptions that were the reverse mortgage. But it's been nice to have a general kind of like just, I'm just starter package, starter package question. Yeah. So you are the man. Keep it up. Keep crushing the reverse mortgages. It's a good product for our parents, our grandparents. We need to get it out there because it really does help people. I hope it's going to be around for, you know, when I get there of age. When I turn 62, I hope it's still around. Yeah, I, I love it. So thanks so much, Jared. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for being on Finance, uh, Smart Finance 360. Great podcast to help educate you about your finances. Bingo.